You are listening to Thursday Nights, Season 4, Episode 80. As you walk along the, uh, as you walk along the beautiful streets and see the, uh, uh, and see the very well-maintained sights and start to take in the city. What is, oh, go ahead. How does this compare to Silverman? Just as far as size or population? Because that was also a very grand city, but I have uh, really no idea of how to compare the two. Much, much larger. Because, yeah. it, because the height of this is hard to uh, fathom. The height of this is hard to fathom in, a, in a, certainly in a medieval world. Mm-hmm. It is unnaturally, uh, it is unnaturally large. Um, so the population here is humongous, and this is the capital of, a, of an empire. Yeah, that is nothing like the empire you saw in your vision. That being said, it will be doing a disservice to not call it an empire. It's only one of the few places written on this map in front of us where the text that big is describing an entire um, an entire sort of like a region or re- region, country or country yeah. right Cormier oh, yeah. is another one but the sword coast while it has some of the enormous and famous cities such as Waterdeep and Baldur's Gate and Neverwinter they're more like those city are, states those are it's like city states exactly over as you go more wow, this way you see like, you see Cormier Fae. and you don't see a ton others that are uh, Fae is for sure an empire uh, Fae's a big Fae, one Fae there's, is, there's yeah. a few here I don't really know the significance so Jacenta, but certainly I mean, certainly a area. difference from where you came from yeah. where yeah. like yeah each of you came from a different dwarven like, home like, which is essentially Playground like Lands Vilhung Wilds these are just areas regions not actual yeah like, most of them there are so, so that being said so Haya Mascar is it's large it's it's a few cities I don't know how many exactly Skyclave's all that matter right now but uh, and this capital is it is worthy to be called a capital of a great would this tower be ridiculously proportioned if we were to compare it to something in the real world yeah. Uh, like, yes. Yeah. This yeah. Is like, it, it, yeah. Impossibly large. This has like a population of like a million, right? Like yeah. crazy. Imagine if someone like used the pyramids as a base and then built like a giant skyscraper. Like, like it was as thick as the base all the way up for like half a mile or something yeah. stupid. How do we? Oh, sorry. Do you? Oh, I do have a question just about the nature of the city. Um, then I can jump in. Uh, <clears throat> Soldier Moon was huge, um, but you talked about it being built kind of by the elves, so it has the influence of nature in it. Um, and there's kind of very hippie kind of stuff. Uh, that, Love curves that, and uh, natural that, you, yeah, lines. warmed uh, Scrim's cockles. Um, are there, like, levels of gardens? Are there trees in parts of this? Like, it's so tall, you could have trees on levels that would stretch yes. between levels. Is there a lot of that, or is it a little, like... <clears throat> What like is, going what, to Sausalito compared to like what New York? What is the design? There are there are exactly. entire uh, uh, there are entire like levels of it which are gardens uh, of Skyclave as it goes up. Here, I'll, I'll, I'll get a modern day picture um, of Skyclave. <laughs> um, gonna find, like, picture is worth basically a considerable like, number of words. The Golden Gate Park, um, and yeah. he's just gonna camp out in some garage. 
Because you could do that. Something like a space station. It's, it's like, that it's like bush. Babylon 5 or something. Don't look at him. Yeah. Don't look at him. That's from Gordon. Yeah. That's from Gordon. So, Don't look at his eyes. Leave him, leave him there. Leave him be. Leave it's him. his bush now. Oh, come on. His <laughs> bush. That is a bigger picture. Snatch a child. There we go. This is obviously a modern day building. It's got roads and stuff. Oh, wow. But but entire layers that look like this are, oh, okay. is, is not an uncommon sight in, cool. in Skyclave. So we're talking entire... Uh, you know, we're in talk entire layers with trees growing up uh, uh, along the sides, and it's uh, it's what? it's beautiful. And while while Silvery Moon was similar in that it was built in tune with nature, and this it had is, giant trees. And it had giant trees. It was a city built with respect for the nature around it. Skyclave is built and uh, as uh, a monument to man's accomplishment. Yeah, it's yeah. much more like that. I it's mean, it, nature. the size of it is it has nature despite its it, despite its, you know, massive sort of sure. blot on the uh, obligatory it's, it's, question. So. It's more like probably the, I would imagine like the, the gardens look like manicured well cared for gardens. It's not like sprawling That's wilderness. That's the key. And so yeah. it, it, it they're, they're they're beautiful natural creations, but like much like Maui, right? Maui doesn't have a single native plant because they they raised the entire island to make pineapples, and then once they decided they were going to use for pineapples, they brought 100% foreign plants in. So every plant there is not from the place. It's basically one large garden. Wow. Um, so it's it's that kind of thing. Every everything that like is there is like is has a place where it placed there intentionally. Here's another modern photo. Mm. For a little sort of inspiration mm. as you uh, as you think about this in your uh, in your head and another. Mm. It's good they right. reduce our carbon footprint. Yes. Yeah. So, so uh, my question was, uh, how do people get from level to level? How do people elevators, navigate? stairs? Yeah, exactly. I mean, what's public transportation? Gondolas, escalators, uh, um, police. Public transportation in general, even getting across the, the distance, mm -hmm. would not it's make sense shots, to walk. Yeah. Um, there are uh, uh, there are large um, spiral uh, spiral roads that are decorated to look like the fine cobblestones of other cities, but um, it's not clear if it actually is cobblestone or made out of something else. That sort of approximates it, and there are uh, and there are horse drawn um, uh, there are horse drawn. Uh, Carts. Like carts um, that are moving always up and down, people hopping on, hopping off of them. How much magic is there just everywhere? Is this like a super magical place all the time? Or is well, it mostly where like are, what are each of you, uh, you've got the the image in your head to begin right. with. Where okay. are each of you going in your in these first few days in Skyclave as you uh, as you settle in to figure out what your next steps are going to be? Um, Can we say that we found? Are we staying on the ship? Are we? Or are we yeah, that, a that, that's the first question. Yeah. Do we Last need session in of some we kind? said we were finding a tavern so that we could get local information. So I think that makes sense that we have found a nearby travelers tavern to stay in. Let yeah. me let me let we'll me go, go to the bar. It's like let me go at this. For, let me go at this from a different I angle. Agree, yeah. You've already spent. A couple days yeah. in Skyclave, right. as you have uh, taken in uh, a basic understanding of the city, understand its workings of how to get around, uh, and uh, and seen some of the sights. You you will tell me where you have already been, uh, and you have uh, landing up on this uh, uh, on this pad. You were informed that uh, the air, the tr demand for air traffic is currently. Uh, um, you're in a uh, off season, and that, and, and that it is uh, just landing there and paying your uh, paying your docking fees of a hundred gold. 
uh, gets you three nights um, of keeping your balloon dock there. After there will be a rental fee per night uh, of 50 gold per night. And that is uh, that would be if you want to keep it there, in which case yeah. that's generally intended for uh, companies that would be sleeping there, sleeping their people there. This is uh, one of the smallest uh, sort of landing pads here. The other ones are much larger for huge trade ships and such. And uh, so you could keep it there or you could get accommodations in Skyclave and have uh, Grumbar go yeah. and take the balloon to someone else that it could be. Parking, not 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 actually. Even just like literally yeah, down this, at this, the bottom yeah, of the Yeah, this is like loading zones. At the bottom of Skyclave you could get like a hangar. Yeah. Like the equivalent of like a storage. And yeah. Is there basically at the bottom of Skyclave the equivalent of that town that was outside the Dwarven place? Absolutely. No, um, Settlestone. Settlestone at yeah. Mithril Hall. Are there No, 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 this is so so Skyclave, oh, I'll pull up the, the, the picture. Yeah, I was on the picture of Sky but from the outside, that'd be cool. Yeah, I think I showed this last week there. Um, is uh, right here, right? So this is ours is a little bit different. It looks like um, a city at the bottom. Our, yes, that's what I'm saying. Oh, but but it's not like Settlestone. Settlestone yeah. was a different culture, a different people. Oh, I see. Was oh, not yeah, Mithril yeah, Hall. Yeah, yeah. It was it was and the it was barbarians not of connected to Mithril Hall, and it was right. its own yeah. society. But they they handled a sort of they were like a trade. They were like the drug dealers hanging in out this, front of the yeah. The city sprawls out widely. From Skyclave, and then outside of the main walls, there you can see there's more urban sprawl yeah. uh, from there, okay. and it's it's the richer societies that live closer to the castle, as in many medieval societies. Sure. Okay. So Tristan has reality. told Essen and Grumbar. So as you uh, uh, just spend a little bit, you immediately start taking in some of the uh, immediate and obvious sights of. Skyclave, and the first is the presentation that you see around the city. You see, uh, you see posters, uh, uh, well painted posters hung up uh, uh, every few blocks uh, with various different slogans on them. And I'm not saying the top half of these posters are blank because I demand that the artistic people at the table draw in what the image might be. But I'm also saying that's not not the case. Um, so I'll give some of these to each of you, and you can. We all read. do our part. Right. It's never too much to pay for prosperity. We all rise on the uh, same. Sure. Hey, let's do one at a time since people are reading them. We all do our part. It's never too much to pay for prosperity for all. We all rise on the same tide. My brothers are no burden. Hmm. Huh? Break and these messages the are, uh, yeah. Kevin wants some markers, so I can want some, get wherever want those some are. markers. Sounds like taxes. These. <laughs> uh, is there a war or something going on? I wonder. Sounds like the strong holding up the weak. The backward society. Um, and uh, what's immediately obvious as you uh, as you explore perhaps uh, uh, the trade districts here is that the prices of everything here in Skyclave um, are high. It's higher than you might yeah. find in a lot of other places. Fifty bucks the, a night for anything rental is crazy high. Yeah, the 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 tavern costs are higher, the food costs more, uh, uh, everything. And where, what you're also seeing is there are different prices for foreigners and citizens mm. um, uh, everywhere. There's two prices posted for everything. Which one's higher? The foreigners are uh, are higher. Okay, that makes sense. And uh, it was the other way around. That'd be weird. Not by not a by a hu- not by a huge margin, but enough to make citizenship in Skyclave quite attractive. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, and so you're you, you you see this, and these are these are but a sampling of the of the sorts of 
um, hmm. messages that you see throughout the city. Hmm. I think Drusen has told Essen and uh, Grumbar. Oh, there's no need for you to. There's nary a need for you to uh, stay docked here. Find a safe harbor. Uh, we'll message you when we need you. Keep Snowbane's gift safe. All right. So no one is objecting to sending Snowbane's gift away after the two after the three nights. Uh, Baron would encourage it based on the cost. Yeah, so no one's objecting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, so Drusen, so Drusen's, uh, uh, Drusen sort of sends him away. Our viewers are drinking right now. <laughs> Take a shot, when Sam. Uh, and then Drusen has led them to a nearby, uh, Traveler's Tavern, a place where they would expect newcomers to come, and if we ask a dumb question to the barkeep, they won't think it's dumb, because they're used to dealing with newcomers. Of uh, course. It's called the... Dove's Horn. Horn. I mean, I love it. It's The, the sign is a picture of a dove with antlers. Oh, or maybe just like a horn. With a, it's a rare unicorn dove. Are you yeah. going for... Uh, uh, so what you where uh, you find yourself is in Tavern Row, which uh. is a, 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 a multi-level district of Skyclave, where there is the highest concentration of, um, of taverns. There's some notable are uh, the Drunken Fletcher, a fine cup, the cheap blessing, the wandering owl alehouse and inn. Wandering Owl catches Drewston's eye. It actually catches Anga's eye first. And oh, uh, he's going she's to a different way. And he's, she keeps going, whoo, 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 whoo. And he says, oh, well, all right, Anga, you got your way. Uh, and he leads the group over to the, what owl? Wandering Owl? The Wandering Owl Alehouse and Inn. Owl. And she, I prefer the the owl form. She just yeah, she's tried a few. She just, just kind of likes that one. Curious. Yeah. Kind of uh, the wandering owl ale horse uh, ale house owl and inn is across the street from the from a fine cup, and they actually have a uh, they actually have a sky bridge between the two. As you walk across, you see this this uh, uh, nicely constructed bridge between the two as patrons move from one tavern to the other. Mm. Maybe one's good for food and the other one's good for drinks. I one's good for ruffians. Well, why'd they be going back and forth then? Quick question that we had last time is, uh, what's to do with the portal? So that's kind of first piece of information I think we'd like to get is, how does that work and how do we get it through it? And who uses it and what's the deal? So um, that's you information we're you don't have for to search, primarily. You don't have to search long before uh, uh, before learning of the portal. Uh, it's it's a well known um, it's a well known point of pride uh, to uh, to the Amaskari that the portal is uh, the portal is a portal to deeper Mascar, a place that is uh, uh, that is in sh- that is shrouded in uh, extreme mystery is the wrong word. Um, Secrecy is also the wrong word. What I'm looking for is... Exclusion. No one really knows much about Deepa Mascar. Um, elusive? Elusive. Elusive? Yeah, it's elusive. I said reclusive. Like, everyone knows that the Pentagon exists, but you can't go there. It's exclusive. You're denied access. 
even though it's yeah. well and well. He, he, I like elusive better. A reclusive <laughs> is like a hermit you can who use whatever hides out. Not alone. reclusive, yeah. Elusive, <laughs> similar to that. People know it's there. People know that the portal goes, but the portal is uh, the portal is the result of a trade alliance formed uh, uh, formed a long time ago, hundreds, maybe thousands of years ago. Uh, different people say different things. It's one of those things that's just been around for as long as anyone here knows. And uh, and this trade alliance is the only contact that Deepa Mascar has with the outside world. Uh, that they uh, that they they export their uh, sort of unique arcane goods and other such uh, sort of underdark um, underdark you know farmed and ranched type stuff sure. that's unique to the Deepa Mascari and uh, and Haya Mascar conducts all of the trade on behalf of Deepa Mascari. So even those even those reputable tradesmen that come and trade regularly with Haya Mascar never speak to a Deepa Mascari mm. um, when trading. It is through Haya Mascar and Haya Mascar represents Deepa Mascar's interests in that matter. And it is a point of uh, it is a point of um, economic um, economic power for Skyclave. It is a, uh, is it, a, it is a great source of income for both places, and it allows Deepa Mascar to keep their uh, isolationist um, nature, which they're, it's almost the only thing they're famous for having, since no one knows much about them other than that, um, the, uh, while still being able to benefit from the trade with uh, the, the more and more globalized well, world. Larger, as, larger as world, each, yeah. Uh, as each so the government passes. pretty much controls all trade then that's 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 the long term of it deep to deep yeah. Yeah. okay sweet that's good to know and that, that is the portal so the portal is 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 one of skyclave's um sort of proudest achievements maintaining a trade alliance with a nation that is notably you know, wary of outside contact for this long it is like, it's unheard of. Like, the Deer Mascari, like, a moment's notice would be like, you know, nah, fuck it, we're done, and just turn off the portal on their end. Yeah, and they could. Yeah. The, 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 the rumors, a lot of people will say a lot of things about what the portal looks like, how it works, and immediately it's obvious that most like, people don't know. Here are our terms. If you breach any of them, we're just going to stop this, and we might not start again. Yeah, High Mascar and Deep Mascar both reserve the right to, to shut down the alliance, put the alliance on a, uh, what do you call it, a hold on Indefinite. Uh, an indefinite hold at any moment, and it just has not, not to anyone's knowledge, has it ever needed to be. So I'm definitely talking to someone who like works at the bar and is just used to. They're like bartender slash yeah. information. They've got some brochures on things to do around Skyclave. I'm seeing a great photo. Uh, and one of the things Drewson asks is, uh, "Who's in charge of what goes through and does they go through the portal?" Uh, who's in charge is um, uh, uh, the the trade minister of the uh, of the Skyclave government is um, would be ultimately in charge uh, in, in charge. Not that uh, anyone knows the the intricacies of that. Um, how does one get a, a message or a meeting with the trade minister in Skyclave? Well, you would just uh, file the appropriate paperwork and uh, 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 and wait for an appointment slot. Uh, the waiting period could be quite some time, as uh, uh, as our ministers are quite busy running uh, running the greatest country in all of Faerun, uh, uh, and with with no corruption to boot. I uh, on where that takes we, time. Why do we? That takes a lot of effort. Why do we pull in that paperwork? Well, uh, you could uh, you would uh, head up to the. Uh, Sorry, I have all my districts here. Um, 
Well, you'd head up to the uh, the Spire of Crowns, and uh, and up there is where you can uh, uh, file official uh, government paperwork. That would be the uh, getting most to the point. Of course, most people these days would hire runners uh, to, to to that job. It's uh, quite a long travel to get up there. The spire of the Crown, you say? Just, yeah, you can find uh, government offices in uh, various uh, uh, in various districts throughout Skyclave, of course, and you can file the paperwork there. But it will take extra time to make its way up to the Spire of Crowns and uh, be processed. That uh, depends on your urgency here. All right. Could first, maybe cut down your wait time from six months to maybe four months. First step. I, I wouldn't mind seeing this uh, Spire of Crown itself. Well, uh, just uh, go up. I. Uh, would anybody like to go with me? Well, right. <laughs> uh, mechanical question. Uh, the uh, teleportation circles are they a thing in this world? Um, because that's going to be coming up in a few levels here. Uh, no, they are not so much because okay. they would have come up by now if they were. Cause been to some of the highest magical places in the world. Cool. So uh, n- not a common sight. We'll not say. a common sight. Uh, I was imagining that portal could work that way. If it's just like known teleportation circles and you have high wizards or doing something like that. Sort of a meta question. So, oh wait, so, so in, in that sense what I was going to say is uh, not for general public use um, it, but uh, they, they are they are a thing that they are certainly real. exists. They are real. Yeah. They're as real as lightning rods. And uh, they and they you know, they are the, oh, they are the things of, uh, of wealthy, reclusive uh, wizards and yeah. uh, and other such uh, sort of powerful uh, people that wouldn't have much reason to share it with anyone else. Uh, generally, is the reputation. that sounds like Deepa Maskar shtick, which is why it had me wondering. Ah, yeah. All right. Well, I'm headed to the Crown Spires. Uh, I go on my own. I don't mind it. Well, you know, if anyone else is curious about this bureaucratic labyrinth we've landed in. I mean, uh, Baron will go. Interested in seeing the process of how this works. Mark says, <clears throat> far too much work to do on the anvil. I'll not be... Uh, well, the, the ship will be moving in three days, and until I can gain some greater understanding, I'll, I'll be spending most of my time there. I'll understand. <clears throat> um, while you... While you dig into the, the proper channels... Maybe me and my brother can go to some of the less reputable areas. Our appearance might get us in with some people who know whose hands to grease to uh, get things done. Mm, that sounds like an adventure. The less legal way. All these <coughs> damn civilized laws. Makes sense because four or six months is maybe enough time for Adric to reach out with his network. Uh, you could travel across the world in that time. If you had a reliable enough transportation. An idea strikes the mind, though. Uh, I don't imagine Oilvane will like it much. Uh, Parmenter had a great fascination with your blood, and she was of deep mascari nature. And from what we saw of the vision, that seems to be a, a concern of their people in the past. Perhaps if, I don't know, we were to somehow get a sample of your blood or something to that effect as a... An issue of something that we were to. Scrim's gonna interrupt you. Actually, if that's okay. <laughs> sure. Scrim interrupts and says, "Let's let's let that be the last resort." Well, my first thought was gems, but they're talking four or six months, and that's fairly mundane. There's plenty of other gem people, so we'd have to 
Right. If we're trying to speed up the process, uh, if we're not just going to break in there and smash and grab, trying to go through legitimate means, that might be something that they could be concerned with talk as an idea. Talk about taking some of my blood? Is that what you're talking about? Um, I'm not saying we steal it. I'm saying clearly they're interested in the thing, and so if we're but looking we just for got a pinky back, right? So, <laughs> well, if we did get a message through to Deepa Mascara and let them know we do have a sample of that, it, it could give them more interest in us passing through this portal, possibly. And it would be answers for you too. I mean, if what is going on with you, it seemed to us that it has something to do with the vision we saw, and uh, Parmenter seemed to think so, and if they think so as well, then that's more information about your affliction. Hmm. Well, I mean, he's, con- he's actually- Something to consider. He is considering it. He's the idea oil. struck me. Oil vein is like definitely deep in thought. Just a right thought. Now. He's looking at his hand as uh, as you were talking to him about, and he's especially his pinky. He's kind of sticking it out right now. Like, hmm. Does it have all of its motion back? It's got yeah, it's got its motion back, but he's like trying yeah. to. Can you get what's in the printer upstairs in the halls? Thank you. Hmm. I think I could spare you a little bit. Well, something to consider. We, yeah. I'll go talk with uh, Drustin and see the offices of whatever and try and find the right channels of how we would talk to... Who would we even approach with such an idea? Uh, if we know there's definitely interest in it, I would be willing to let you borrow a little bit or even go there myself, you know, if just to show them what, what we do have, what kind of... what my shadow blood is all about. Because as far as things that we have that the people of Deep Damascar might be interested in, you may be our best bet. Could Would there be a way to perhaps locate Taite Kwasikwa and ask that person to join us here? Does it have to be us going through the portal to her? Or it? Or him? Mm. Perhaps a message simply... Well, I was, a meeting. We, I mean, the questions of what's going on with oil veins blood... Who or what or where is tight with Casita, and uh, and also information about Snowbank because that's I'm also quite interested in that. So I'd love to be able to get down there and uh, see a library or something. But if someone could come to us, that would be that would solve certainly some of our problems. Four to six months. Once we can deal with that timetable, the most important, the reason why we're here is Titek Wasikwa. And Snowbank. He says. Uh, he says Snowbank is. Finding Snowbane and delivering the Hammer of All Souls is is an important charge, clearly. I'll, I'll think we'll have more information after we check out these crone spires. But I do uh, agree with you, Mark. I mean, based on what I saw, I think that uh, what's afflicting the holds is certainly of primary importance. And uh, first things first, we may not be able to push them all forward and to solve the matter with Taita is... You know, without having to pass through a portal that none shall pass through, it, it just there may be an easier way of going about this than than uh, if, if if it seems to be a problem. You, know, well, you might discover something you know much easier though, Drustin and Scrim and Baron right. Oil. So what I want to try to encourage in this uh, uh, in this particular thing here is not to spend too much time 
uh, talking about yeah. what you might do next, but instead just do it. Yeah. And so, raise an objection immediately if you would say, oh, when discussing that you would do that, Mock would object to that course of action yeah. being taken. Then we can go, okay, would right. you actually start doing that? But instead, let's just talk about where are you? What did so, you do? And I'll tell you what you learned. Then we can see how this works for sort of seeing more, getting through more days. Mock yeah. spends yeah. the next few days mainly heads down with the anvil, knowing that uh, uh, Snowbane's gift is going to uh, yeah. head on down to the uh, to the bottom later. Not that you won't be able to get to it, but maybe no. a much more arduous. Yeah, it seems like our base of operations is at that, this high high level. Yeah. And so this basically allows him to... It, it, it's at least a day's travel to get from like top to bottom. Right. So, so this, this you, allows him to stay involved. go down for the day. Come stay involved with the conversations. I mean, he, it's not like he's doing nothing else, but that's his primary focus. He slips in enough gem crafting to do one more day and get his week, which he'll roll for money. <laughs> yes. So we should do that whenever that's good. But um, but like that's basically that's basically what, what occupies his time. Uh, and Drusen and Baron head to Drusen uh, Baron Crowns going Spires. up to the Spire of Crowns. Spire of Crowns. So the Spire of Crowns, as you, uh, it is the very top of uh, uh, of Skyclave. There are a couple levels above that is uh, uh, that it's a full glass area. It's a big uh, ob- the observation tower that is uh, even higher up. But just before that is the Spire of Crowns. Um, and as you head into this place, um, you see that there are uh, there are murals uh, all over the place documenting uh, the fall of old Amaskar and the rise of uh, the new High Amaskar. You see uh, you see an empire sort of crumbling, and then uh, and then those. Um, those of strong will and strong resolve, you know, to rise up from the ashes and to build a great empire uh, uh, in the face of such tragedy. Um, it is the murals. They, they paint a picture of a of a um, of mourning for the loss of Old Mascar. This is not like a yeah, we're better than Old Mascar. No, these they they're respectful of the old and uh, uh, and heralding the the heroes that stopped it from crumbling completely because uh, everyone. Everyone in uh, well, everyone that studies history in Faerun knows that there are countless large, you know, empires sure. now completely forgotten. Sure. Um, and Amaskar avoided that uh, avoided that fate and uh, and became uh, great once again. Uh, but it also does not express it as High Amaskar being uh, greater than Old Amaskar once was. It is it is open in its acknowledgement of there's a long way to go before regaining that uh, that glory uh, that it once had. Um, but there is no imagery of the uh, of the vision that you saw the war with the war with the disappointing uh, with the things. I was hoping to see that Vox Martin guy. Confirm with the story. So, besides the presentation of it, it's a lot of desks and parchment and people with spectacles. Um, uh, yes, uh, can I help you? Oh, uh, um, uh, Drusten Green, I represent a group known as the Facets of Fate. We have journeyed far from Sword Coast. We hope to seek audience with those who, uh, control, uh, access and such to the portal to the Deep Amaskar. Uh-huh, yes, okay. Uh, 
She uh, gets up from uh, gets up from her her desk there. You know, it's like a it's like a banker's desk, right? So she's sitting on one side. You can sit on the other little chairs. She gets up and goes over to what? It's a medieval version of a filing cabinet. Um, scroll, a scroll kind of. Oh yeah, scroll yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. Scroll, scroll cubby, and she uh, uh, she goes and pulls out a uh, a roll of parchment and rolls it out and uh, and says, "This is the form you'll need to fill out uh, to." Wait, what was the actual request? Sorry, she. I uh, have audience with people who control the parliament. Uh, it says, ah, yes, uh, this is the request uh, for an audience with the uh, Minister of Trade, and uh, uh, just uh, fill this out, and uh, and then uh, in triplicate, if you would, and she rolls it back further, and there's three copies of the same thing, and she says, and it will be a a, um, a five silver uh, five silver for the uh, as a filing fee, yeah. and um, and then uh, we will uh, get you in the queue. How long is the queue? She says, oh, it can vary uh, depending on demand. I, uh, Minister of Trade, um, gets a, a lot of requests, as you might imagine, a po- popular, uh, popular person. Understood. And, Are we um, talking hours, years. Oh, 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 oh mercy! No, it's uh, yeah, that that'll be uh, could be uh, three to six months on average. Understood. Justin uh, uh, says oh, three to six months. Uh, what about those who are in a bit of a rush? You know, those who are in a bit of a rush typically leave a representative behind as they uh, go about their uh, uh, their their busy days and uh, and move on. And uh, their representative will be here to meet. And uh, you can either return to Skyclave yourself or uh, leave a trusted uh, um, uh, designee a designee in your stead. Uh, if you need a power of attorney forms for your uh, for your chosen designee, I can get that form too. And she gets up and starts like oh, pulls out while she's over form. there. Jusin says to Berna, Oh, cousin, cover me for a moment. I'm gonna cast a spell. Uh, and he uh, walks outside briefly. Kind of like getting around the lines. Oh, excuse me. She walks back to Baron and says, wise, cousin. (laughs) She walks back and sees just Baron there and says, Oh, he wasn't kidding about being in a hurry, was he? Well, I suppose you're here to fill out the paperwork and uh, pulls out the uh, power of attorney. Suppose I am. (laughs) So Jusin steps outside and has to go through his pack since he hasn't used this in a while and finally pulls out the shriveled mushroom that he's had to uh, uh, notice Shroomcorn licking his lips at before. But it is something known as an overseer's ear, and it's from that. way back in the Sunless Citadel, and it is something that the overseers will use. Uh, magically gives them more control over their slaves, um, but he can access the uh, magic of it to detect thoughts. And uh, what's uh, Drustin's passive perception? Uh, a very high nineteen. Um, Mercy me. Drewston sees two figures smoking from a pipe, standing, uh, 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 One pipe? What? <laughs> Passing it around? Yes, it's a single pipe with two, it's like... It's no, pipe. it is not a two-mouthpiece yes, it, It's pipe. a Dr. Seuss two-pipe. <laughs> I demand it. Dr. Seuss two-pipe. A Dr. Seuss two-pipe will come up, but not with these people. No! <laughs> Can't wait. Can't wait. <laughs> Hold me to it. Very well. I, Better am, fucking do I that. invoke... The aspect, um, Dr. Seuss 2. The, advantage. Uh, <laughs> the, the, uh, uh, and, uh, they're both, uh, smoking from pipes looking right at Drewston. They are conspicuously standing 
just standing uh, like on the side of a, uh, of a yeah. road area, uh, watching Drewston. So before he catches Will, he walks over to them. And uh, he tips his hat. They're wearing, um, they're wearing like, uh, 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 Men in Black. You guys <laughs> <laughs> never see Justin again. I'm just imagining like two like two guys wearing like black suits and bowlers, smoking pipes, and just staring at Justin from across like the street. Thompson Thompson from Tintin. Yeah. <laughs> less than I black. might be a little but... more Tintin. No, they're wearing. Um, they're wearing uh, like elegant um, leathers. In fact, I'll just. Uh, Ah, more Matrix. Elegant Leathers, the cue card. Closer to the Matrix. It's it's Morpheus and Trinity. (laughs) Follow the rabbit. One of them looks like that. Whoa! Wasn't far off. Okay, Tristan definitely went up to that guy. Elegant uh, Leathers with some, like, leather shoulder pauldrons. Um, It is, it is like, I mean, it is well tanned, well crafted. In a sword kill's tongue, you'd say he is foin. Yeah. (laughs) Tristan was gonna pursue the main quest, and then he saw a hot piece of ass and was like, "Tristan never returns the camera." Yeah, Tristan's like, "Oh, you look at me." Can I tell you about the? I've got a scent of a hungosaurus rex. No, you walked back, my quarry. I'm pitching another kind of thing. He walks over to these guys. Uh, to this thirst trap. What is he, uh, <laughs> he, uh, he's tired of them running away from people who are, like, looking at them mysteriously. And he just says, uh, uh, I'll assume you didn't, you didn't, or you, you didn't, you didn't get many dwarves up here. The name's Drewston. Drewston Green. We get enough. I love that Lillian said it in, in Oilfade's voice, which means he actually said it. did I? Can I help you, gentlemen? They say, uh... He says, Oh, we get enough. You, uh, he says, You asking about the trade portal, why is that? Uh, my companions and I wish to seek someone out on the other side of it. And says, you know that that can't happen. Uh, why? He says, visitors can't pass through the portal. No one does. Unless it's part of official city trade business. He says, sorry you came all this way just to hear that news, but that's the way it is. He says, uh, oh, have waited longer for worse news? Uh, didn't worry about me. But, uh, could a message get through? Uh, he says, hmm, hmm. Give me a second. That's a good question. Just, that'd be a question for, uh, that'd be a question for the... Trade minister. Not the trade minister. Yeah. He's like the, the boss boss. He's like uh, the government he, head. Uh, just like the organization. I, I, didn't, I didn't think like of it. Clerk. How high up are you like looking to go in the higher? Yeah. Just the regular people you go to the for trade. The, 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 the head of Deep Mascar. I didn't think the, of it. The uh, trade alliance. The uh, trade czar. A clerk. Uh, the guilds? That'd be a question for the... Uh, uh, that'd be a question for the trade guild. Customs. That'd be a question for customs. Much better. Thank you. Customs. Oh... I'd rather ask you to. Uh, you know so much. Not my jurisdiction, sorry. Uh, let's just say that one really wanted to get through 
uh, so badly that one was willing to spend anything uh, and do anything within the laws of Skyclave, of course. How would one get through? Says, I'm sure I'm glad you added that last little disclaimer there. He says, he says, you better tread very carefully with the questions you're asking and who you're asking them of. He says, Skyclave don't welcome that kind of talk here. <laughs> I've heard that before. He says, yeah, well, we mean it. <laughs> so did the others. He says, your hand goes anywhere near that, uh, uh, anywhere near that Overseers point either. curse of yours. And, uh, uh, he says, he says, and you'll be heading down to the bottom, to the, uh, uh, to the foreigner's prison. Hmm. You made your point. Magic missile. <laughs> Get him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and what be your name, sir? He says, uh, my name is... Mm-mm. My name is Tagner Shonam. I'm the head of the Vengeance Takers. Vengeance? Oh. 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 Vengeance Takers. You need a name. And what is your business here? Right. He says, uh, the Vengeance Takers and I, he says, we are in charge of making sure that the peace is kept here and that, uh, uh, and that our immaculate city stays that way. Uh, he says, uh, Scott Cleave is an achievement. I have no, uh, I have no intent of, uh, of, uh, destroying the peace and solitude and security here. You have, uh, nothing to fear of that. He says, uh, but I'll am desperate to get through that portal, or at least a message. He says, I've given you one warning. I don't give three. What was this guy's name again? I got it right down. Uh, Tagner. Tagner. Tagner Shannon. Oh, is there a way to or get sh- in? Shunem. Tagner, is there a way to get in in contact with you? He says, uh, he says, I'm not someone that you want to get in contact with. He says, well, if I'm talking to you, he says, it's a bad day. That means you have talked to the people who have attempted this kind of thing before, which means you know more than most others do in the city. He says, that I do, it's my job. Perhaps I could make it worth your while. Um, Does he say that? Uh, he says that while taking out the Journal of Arundrill. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Why do you have the journal? I thought Mock had the journal. No, no, no. he's got Dergetin's he journal. Has journal. He has Arundel's. He has, he, has, he has books from Arundel. He has the crafter stuff. I have the he has the books stuff. he desperately saved from the library you lit on fire. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Burning hands. History. Was it a journal? Yep, it was on fire. There is yeah. history. Ah! Uh-huh. Which he no longer has because he left it in the relic. Because yeah. they are Durgan and Arun. Uh-huh. Uh, and then he has Arundel's journal. Were you paying attention to that sweet port, uh, the portent aside yeah. that we yeah. did last time? That was good. awesome. Yeah, so he oh. says... Oh, perhaps I can make it with your while. And he takes out, he unbuttons his cloak a little and takes out the journal. Uh, he says, uh, well, companions and I have traveled the wide world. Uh, we know much about what is outside of Skyclave. Is that not, is that nay a, a valuable resource here? He says, I told you I'm here to keep the laws. Are you trying to bribe a city official? Oh, nay, nay. And it truly his intent wasn't. He even, like, blushes. Then why are you talking to me about this? I already told you to talk to the, uh, to talk to customs if you want to, if you want to see what you can get through that portal. You just seem a man who knows much and has much power. 
He says, I know about who's causing trouble here, and I know who's at the top of that list. <laughs> Drew's dead. <laughs> he says, he says, I just want you to know that there's nothing that you will do in the city that I won't be aware of. And he says, and if you cross that line, you will end up in that prison. All right, all right. Message received, Tagna. He says, uh, but know that you're on my list too. Of very interesting people. I get that a lot. <laughs> so, uh, it seems like the message is if he casts a spell, it will be seen, right? Is that kind of the message he's been given? Okay, I've told you what he says. It's up to like you to interpret. Pretty amazing broad sweeping statements about like I know. Like have again, we picked up any is, of the rules? Is this like is this like whatever good cop like I'll I'll know where you're at or this is this like no I will literally know your location. That's an interesting yeah. thing to determine. I mean, what I heard is that you guys went to a tavern and then Drewston um, heard about this crown of spire, yeah. spire of crowns and immediately started walking up. So no. Right. Trying to move forward a few know. days yeah. to get it, but, get but down Kevin's going back. like Driston's yeah. going straight up, that's wasting right. their time. So that's that's where you are in the in in the uh, time. Okay, he goes back to Baron, who's been having to do small talk with this lady. Baron has been filling out paperwork on like <laughs> a side thing. She said, "Fill out this paperwork while I deal with the next customer." And he's like. Okay, so he's like at the side table yeah. filling out a little self-service like little desk, and then like some other she's dealing with some other person. It's like at the post office. Ten doesn't like, work very well. Yeah, he's like, it's ah, it's and you have to get back in line once you fill out the form to gonna, talk to her. Let me make a run in here. I, I long lines with Greg said, "Do we want to spend our time no. role playing out administrative no, no. chatter?" It's an honest question. No, no, no. But he goes no, back to Barry. He says, yeah, just, "This is just this part." Oh, cousin. Uh, finish filling that out, but oh, I hear her through the wrong folk. We want customs. Ah. <coughs> Good. <laughs> Glad you're not. You are wise. Glad you're wise. Now, let me tell you about this man. I just met. Are you heading out? Oh, yeah. I don't. So as, uh, as you head out, uh, <laughs> of course, the uh, lady walks over and says, Oh, you're still going to have to file that, uh, 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 pay that five silver, you used the parchment. Oh, I already paid it. Oh, you did? Okay, never yeah, mind. Then you don't get stopped at all. You just leave the parchment, parchment yep. filled out, or you take it with you, or whatever. I take it with me. Take it with you, okay. Because we might need it. And Baron paid for it, and so it's his now. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Mine. <laughs> Actually, you paid for a license to use... Um, <laughs> the all right. So Drewston and Baron uh, start heading back down the spire. Also, information Baron would like to get over the next couple of days are what are these laws? Like, what do we need to do to not be thrown in jail? Well, we definitely, if we're talking we, to Stig, you've been, you've been, yeah, you've been told who to talk to, which is the Stigs. Which uh, so they, you oh, see them, true. you see them throughout. They are, uh, they all have the same, uh, the same emblem, the candle with a ring of hands, uh, uh, fingers pointed inwards towards the, uh, towards the candle and, uh, and it's a little pin and they're all, you know, they all, they're, they're all youths, uh, teenagers, if, if humans are the equivalent, uh, mm-hmm. from some other races as well. And, uh, and they're, they're throughout, they walk around, they're smiling and, and you see them talking to people uh, seem to be guides and such. Baron is so, asking particularly for like, okay, what are the things that we're... It's so Baron chats with the Stig, like, uh, yeah. basically, you guys get a ride uh, back down on one of these carts, yeah. and uh, Stig hops on and uh, explains a whole bunch of questions as you're riding down. So, yeah. 
Scrimcorn and Oilvane, you are heading. You head off together to try to find the uh, to the crappy part of town. Try to find the crappy part of town. Um, so Bearjaw has uh, has <clears throat> tagged along with Scrimcorn and Oilvane as well, saying, um, oh, "What's your good? What's your voice? We uh, are Russian Legion." What I want to do in I this am case Berger. is to fight I am I am. It says, I think I will have the best bet of finding a good place to fight if I follow you two. Great. So I will come with. Mm. And she is with you. Scrim says, I, the three of us together, fit the bill for people who want to go a little bit outside the, the usual path of this system, I think. What are the people like in Skyclave? Sorry, brief aside. Like, are they mostly human? Mostly elves? Mostly what are um, they? It's mostly a mascari, which the mascari is, are uh, which is human. Okay, human um, variant. That's a human human variant. Okay, um, they are. Are they long lived? They are. Um, or are the they ones that are human? the ones that are the purest blood. A mascari are uh, unusually long lived. Although in high mascar. Uh, there's a lot more uh, sort of dilution of that uh, bloodline. Okay. And so uh, they're closer to normal human, but it is primarily a human empire. Okay. And to reiterate, they are muy picante. Mm. <laughs> exactly. So, um, just keep that in mind. So That's you head to the Refuge anecdotal. of Blades and Altars. It's the formal name, although mm. anyone you uh, speak to generally just calls it the Refuge. Um, which is uh, uh, several um, several layers downwards, as uh, there are. Uh, it is the place where there uh, where most of the uh, city's religious uh, 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 temples are, and uh, as is as well as the fighting pits and the uh, there are some rowdier taverns, and uh, as well as Stigholm, uh, a significant portion of this district as you learn uh, when you start heading down this way. Are you uh, talking to any guides as you go, learning about this? Um, Wandering? Scribble suggests that we grab a guide. Alright, so a stig um, rides with yeah. you on the cart down and uh, and explains, uh, the refuge uh, well, the refuge is uh, is, uh that's where uh, Stigholm is. That's the best part of the refuge. He says, you should go and uh, you should go and uh, and, and check it out. It's a it's a wonderful place. Skyclave's crowning uh, crown, crowning achievement. Crown, is that the right phrase? Am I saying the right phrase? I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. I'm still crown, learning crown my jewel. idioms in in class. Um, yeah. And uh, uh, is the great achievement where the uh, <laughs> where the stigs live and uh, uh, where the where us stigs live and eat and uh, learn. So you all live in that same place, all of you. Uh, uh, he says, yup, and as the cart heads on down... Oh, I forgot to grab it. One second. Um, yeah, what's going on? Uh, I think that's Greg's other half sandwich. Oh, yeah, that's mine. And as you... No, as you, uh, as you're riding the cart down, um, as you're riding the cart down, uh, you pass by and Stig says, there is the... Uh, there, uh, I lost his voice already. There's a... Uh, and there's the, there's uh, Stigholm itself. And you see a grand, uh, there's like steps uh, heading upwards with big uh, columns and uh, uh, huge double doors that are just propped open. Looks like these doors are doors that never close. As you see Stig's going up and down the steps for here and emblazoned across 
the huge facade of this uh, of this structure, which, based on the like the geometry of where you were, must take up a huge portion of the district here. Like yeah. it's just kind of walled off in this area. You see uh, uh, written in beautiful common, "A nation's greatness is measured by how it treats its weakest members." Mm. Wow, that's pretty fancy. Just like more of this. Well, Same style, like more of this kind of stuff. Or is this well, big? those I said were like posters, yeah. and this was huge text emblazoned Ooh, across the giant. Are you asking facade. about the font, though, or are you, are you talking asking? about the typeface or what? Uh, carved or painted? Uh, carved. Carved. Okay, more permanent. Carved. Carved into this building. It's a. It's a huge. Uh, it's a. It's a huge part of the facade of it is presented. Okay. Um, this. Uh, just curious if it was an obvious part of the same marketing campaign, or if it was just like this is a, an old. I mean, I think slogan. if you look at the meaning behind everything, it is an obvious part of the same marketing campaign. But it is uh, <laughs> produced in a different uh, crafting mechanism mm. and in a different size and form factor. Mm. Mm. Um, but it's the same, uh, similar sentiments. Scrim mm. uh, leans uh, leans over to his to his brother and uh, <clears throat> and tells him. Uh, I, I, how much do we want to roleplay through this, or kind of? You tell me where okay. you're going, what you're doing. I mean, you can, if you want to throw in some conversation, then, go ahead. Then yeah, his, his goal. What I was, what I was avoiding was a lot of talking about spending an hour and a half, like making a plan for right. what our possible course of action we could be when you haven't learned the information. Right. I'm trying to avoid Which that trap that we get into where you. You think about all the different permutations of ways you could approach the situation before you've learned anything about the the constraints of right. the situation. Yeah. So. The goal of this, of, of this, for Scrim's goal of this is he's happy to basically supply any money out of his pocket for bribes and stuff, but um, he knows that while Scrim can help help add to the uh, the disreputable appearance, he would he's going to trust in his brother's ability to navigate uh, basically the slums underworld. and the underworld mm-hmm. stuff. Like Scrim doesn't know how to offer a bribe. He knows that you can do that. But he knows that when he has to try, he's like, look, people right. like money, we should leverage that desire right. for favors. And he knows that when he's tried that, it has come off poorly and it is blown up in his face. So he's like, hey, you, this is your, <laughs> this is your world. And that's, that's really, so yeah. is, is he trying to avoid the scrim scoring table? Effectively. <laughs> <laughs> he knows it exists. Is there an inspiration point to compel? He's more self aware than He's got a decent wisdom score. Uh, oil vein. Uh, he sees in these sticks kind of something a little bit familiar. These these kids that kind of run around town, and you know, as uh, as a member of the gang that he was in in Skullport, the Dagger Lads. There's the main group, but there's also a lot of junior kids that were kind of running errands for them and doing stuff. So he kind of sees this in these little kids, and uh, so he feels comfortable kind of asking them questions, talking about stuff. Uh, but in particular, he does. Uh, Yes, I, I, Kate. Is there any places where you can find people like like this? Any gestures at uh, Bear Jaw? Yes. Like this? Uh, any you know, you know, Goliaths? You know. I want to fight. Yeah, yeah. Success. I mean, people who talk exactly like that. They sound like that kind of thing. <laughs> that. Perfect. Yeah. All of it. I need all of it in one person. Yeah. He says, "Oh, you probably want to go to the fighting pits." I mean, that sounds... Now I use your accent, by the way. It's what the sticks do. It makes people feel more at home. I know. I feel really comfortable talking to you. Manner is a mirror. It's very effective. Have you ever been to Skullport? 
Um, he says, I think one of my uh, classmates is from there. Wow, that's pretty far away. It's impressive. Uh, he says, he says, got dark skin like you. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, because he's been wearing kind of his uh, silvery moon getup, which kind of covers most of his thing. But you could still see part yeah, of his Yeah, you've been like sitting in a cart yeah. close and in true kid fashion. He yeah. just looks right at you. Yeah, says, he what he's, uh, says what he's seeing. He, like, he knows that he wasn't necessarily trying to hide it, but then he pulls that he reveals more of his He says, face. does that make you a drow? I'm half drow. Yeah. It's uh, my mum, was, she was, uh, you know, from Menzo Branson, as far as I know. Um, but yeah, I, I just uh, I grew up somewhere else, so it was a bit different. But yeah, I mean, it'd be great if you could show us places like that's got, you know, Goliaths and Drow and all these different kinds of folks that we could talk to. He says, "Well, this is the right place. There's more of them here than uh, uh, than I would say anywhere elsewhere that I know of." Um, he says. Uh, he says so. Uh, he says, uh, and then he uh, gives a quick uh, uh, like whistle. And, uh, and he says, take us to the... Let me get a name. Sorry. I have a big document here. Refuge of Blade and Altars. This is massive. It's ridiculous. No, I don't have any specific names. It's too tall. Uh, give me a name for a fighting pit. The Rusty. No. You know what? It's called the Refuge of Blades and Altars. This is called the Blades Legacy. Says, ah, take us to the Blades Legacy. He says, this uh, district, Refuge of Blades and Altars, it's uh, named after the Blades, an old uh, uh, an old crime syndicate before they stopped all crime in Skyclave. Crime syndicate? There's gangs here. He says, oh, a long time ago, in uh, the before times. The before times. The long, long ago. How long ago was that? He says, well, bef- way before I was born. Have these things always been here? Uh, he says, far as I know, ever since the Golden Age. He says, we're always in the Golden Age now. Wow. He says, Skyclave <laughs> is perfect. How pumped is Grim about this, all, you, all this <laughs> u- utopian talk? They're all gonna burn. They're all what? They're all gonna burn. <laughs> Not by Scrim. But yeah, eventually. It's just bound to happen. Mm. Are there gods here? Do they, are there gods that uh, are popular here in Skyclay? He says, oh, we got all, we got all kinds here. It's, it's here. That's what the altars and refuge of blades and altars means. Uh, he says, uh, he says, lots of temples here uh, uh, to serve all sorts of visitors that come to town. Uh, who are you looking to pray for? Pray to or for mm. or about? Good question. Over. Or with? I don't know. Do you do anything about? I mean, there's uh, Mordin because I've got some Dwarven friends that like Mordin. Oh, there's, there's a temple of Mordin here, uh, yeah. Uh, do, is there anything about witches here? Do you know anything about that? Witches? Witches? <laughs> yeah, uh, that doesn't sound like uh, the kind of thing that uh, would might be welcome here. Oh wow. I, I don't know what witches you're talking about, but uh, uh, you're talking about heretics. Scribble his brother. What about, what about sisters? Is there anything about the uh, three sisters? He says, ah, I got two sisters. They're in my class too. Are they are they worshipped by people? Or they... Uh, there's, uh... Is it, uh, no, I don't think so. Alright, 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 alright. Cool. Um, cool. <laughs> Branding, that's kind of got as far and as And the car comes to a stop, and, uh, uh, and you see, uh, the... The Blades Legacy? That's yes. what I call it. Legacy. The Blades Legacy. Let me get my, uh... I gotta write these down. 
I'll just um, be the most organized, like, California Market Street Fight Club. <laughs> People are all done up dapper. Proper. And, uh, immaculately clean. Doesn't mean we're not gentlemen. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, so it's, it's a heavy emphasis on following the rules. Fighting comes second. We're gonna have a good time. They sanitize the ring between matches. (laughs) Trying to think, yeah, what would it make it that way without it being too comically absurd? Uh, it's, uh, are we off the card already? Yeah, yeah. Well, Bearjaw, uh, Bearjaw says, "I will see you later." Well, I don't know if I'll come home tonight. I think it's kind of like ritual fighting in that you don't just get points for beating the guy up, but there's like style points, and there's like people come out and like you know, like the music that they perform before they fight is part of the points too. Pro, it's like pro that. wrestling. Mm-hmm. It's like a temple to fighting and temple to fighting. Oil vein tossed a coin to the to the stick. Just uh, like skate. He says, "Much obliged." He says, anything else I can help you with uh, before I head out? Uh, uh, not for the moment, but yeah. Uh, I'll try to find one of you when, uh, whenever I need something. He says, absolutely, just look for the pen, a stick is a friend. And uh, <laughs> See. he hops off the cart and uh, skips away. So this is a fighting pit. Blades of Legacy. Bearjaw's already disappeared inside. Oh, Would she carry the hammer of all souls around with her? Oh, yeah. she wraps it up. She wraps up the head. That's right. That's what she does. She always she does. It. She does carry it on her, but she doesn't display she's it. Not showy about at all it. Times. Yeah. So, uh, brother, do we? Uh, do any of these people look like they might be interesting to talk to? I don't know. I don't. I don't. Don't want to ask the wrong person, but seems like even the. Even the children living in uh, is is real quick. So side note: is is Stickholm was this was it more slummy, or is it just where the sticks live? Like when when we're in like the lower area, are we getting into poverty, or is it just less colorful? Does that make sense? Uh, uh, just it's it's like the, you're actually so so Scrimcoin and Oilvein are actually both like you can take it with you if you want. Perhaps a, 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 completion. A little bit taken aback, or maybe even disappointed, because no, this place is like the names of the places sound like the kind of district you were looking for. Right. Um, but the but, kid says like it's perfect here. There's no crime. And we're like, yeah, and uh, and and yes, the uh, the like, if, if, if you, when when you take a peek into the into the fighting pit, indeed, it's not it's not the. Uh, the spiky armored dwarves, whatever that place was, normal faces, uh, rusty the, rusty the rusty python. It's not the rusty. It's not the illegal fights and the rusty python. It's uh, it's sanctioned fighting with registered uh, fighters and emergency contact numbers. Um, it's, yeah, and you have to be licensed. You have to go through a screening process. Yeah, and you have to uh, qualify to participate in the league. You have to take the end of your weapon has to be of a particular fit, thickness. No. Um, the tested. The uh, and, and and you're seeing other things. It's like it's almost a it's a facsimile of of what would be the CD district. But I mean, 
both of you being people that are of that world. Um, it feels hollow. It, it feels hollow. Like it, it's 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 obvious to you. It's like modern day Las Vegas. Room says it is. It's like it's like pretend sin on display, oh. but it's like it's clearly just like it's almost theater. Yeah, That's it's theater. What it is. That's what it is. Okay. Is, like, is it theater? Is it WWF or is it actual fighting? Which is oh scary. no! In the I'm not talking about the fight. I'm talking about oh. this, this district. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This okay. district. Um, um, Scrim looks around the district we're in, and he said because Scrim doesn't hang out in cities, but, but when he is in cities, he's in the slums kind of thing. He looks around and says, <clears throat> "If this is the slums, it's like they missed the point." <laughs> it's just as bad as it gets. An amazing line. They don't. <clears throat> Not sure anyone here has lived and I don't I don't even like cities and this is supposed to be the most this should be the most comfortable for me. It's a bit too well lit and temperate. Bearjaw comes back out after like uh, ten minutes of you guys sort of talking about this and she says, There's a lot of paperwork. She says, I'm going shopping. And uh, <laughs> she hops on a cart and starts heading back up. No man shall defeat Bearjaw. But paperwork wins every time. <laughs> we'll defeat the mightiest. Oh, I can only read Dwarven. <laughs> I know. Um, and Scrim says, oh, man, literacy, the true enemy. <laughs> Do you think there's any hope of trying to find someone outside the legal channels mm. in a place like this? I know, it just feels a bit too clean for me. Even a child labor is enthusiastic. Look <laughs> <laughs> at a friend, look at the pen. Look at a pin? Oh. Pen, I think. No, pin. Pen. Pen. Oh, pin. Gotcha. Do we see any other, like, uh, or drow or elves or just non Emiskari people? Um, you see, One there are drow. this, um, it could be that the, the foot traffic you're seeing come through here is a higher percentage of visitors to Skyclave. Um, uh, you see a bit more diversity um, here than you saw in the... Uh, although the Tavern District is going to be where all the visitors are staying yeah. as well. So it, 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 kind of equal. You're not seeing much more of a, a, a concentration. No. Do they see a lot more of the Vengeance Takers? Um, yeah, are these guys like everywhere? Well, like, I mean, they don't know to be looking out for that. No, no they, um, they don't, but... Uh, we know there. Mm. How about what's your passive perceptions? It's decent actually. Mm. I mean, is it on the card there? Is that updated? This has not been updated in quite a while. So actually, if someone could start making a new one, that'd be great. But uh, I don't think they've changed. Let me see. What's mine say? I, I'm not putting anything into right. wisdom. Well, mine's sixteen. Oh, mine's seventeen. Is the second highest. Oh, third highest in the group. Let's go with yours. Is it accurate <laughs> still or no? Yeah, is nineteen, seventeen, sixteen. You guys are third. Yeah, so those are those are the numbers. I guess I could look at this for the first time in three months. Bonus hasn't gone up. It's been in front of me for all this time. Yeah. <laughs> Sam puts his man, Sam sends the effort to put it up in front of me every time. I'll use it. Um, yeah. yeah um, Scrimcorn sees. Yeah. Uh, two people dressed somewhat, you know, similar general aesthetic as uh, as Mister. And and even if he doesn't know what they are. Oh, Scrim, I mean, Scrim has been at the corner of his eye, like, while you guys, while you're talking with Oil Vein, it's now crossed the threshold to be enough time where Scrim can tell they're tailing you. Yeah. Scrim might not know city tailing, but he knows when a predator is stalking his I would say, with a 16, Scrimcorn also knows... Scrimcorn 
knows the difference between a tail that is trying to stay hidden and a tail that wants you to know that you're being tailed. And these guys are doing the second. Scrimcorn's done a little of both in his time. It's true. Uh, and uh, and, and so these he's, are he's being monitored. These are undoubtedly the second. He is being monitored, and they want you to know it. Uh, Scrim uh, subtly says, "Don't look! Don't, don't, don't look! <laughs> Come on! God's damn!" Well, uh, what are you talking about? What's going um, on? Did Oil Vane look? Uh, he didn't. He kind of like turned to the maybe like ninety degrees, but he didn't look behind him. <laughs> He did oh. he did he see it out of the corner of his eye? Uh, I would say no. He probably did. Okay. His, he, pass, the, his passive nine. But he tells his brother that he's like, they're, they want visitors here. Or at least they want us to know that we're, that we're being watched. Um, and Scrim and looks uh, looks a bit deflated because uh, he says, this isn't this doesn't look like where, where we're going to get the answers we need. Or at least not easily. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they're following us into what we want to be a grimy maze of poverty and despair, like any great city has. Mm. Scrum is so disappointed. It's like... Uh, Oil Vane, uh, I guess he kind of, uh... He is actually curious, so he does turn around and kind of looks back. Behind them. You can look. You can look. Uh, yeah. One of them gives a wave. Oh, Just like uh, like a little two finger, like single little hand wave. Right here. And uh, uh, right. and just takes another puff from his pipe. <laughs> Are they good looking? <laughs> They're not bad. <laughs> Oil vein that turns on his They're all. I was gonna say clean shaven. No, they're all uh, clean cut. W- yeah, clean, manicured. Clean manicured. cut. <laughs> manicured. <laughs> ma- hair and well hair and facial hair, just and like manscaped. Well groomed. Uh, and you know what? It can't stop at the neck. It was just <laughs> there's too much attention paid high to, standards to just say I'm not gonna even think about high it. High standards. That's, that's, right. that's why that would be ludicrous. Uh, Oil Vane turns. Uh, he uh, looks at him, makes eye contact. He's uh, he looks at his brother real quick and looks back at them. He goes uh. Oi, are you big stigs? Is that what happens? <laughs> when the stigs evolve. Yeah. Uh, one of them just smirks, but they don't approach or respond. Oh. They're enough. They're far enough away that you you have to like raise your voice over some people walking mm-hmm. to like yell to them. So you, you say that, and uh, one of them just smirks, but they just uh, one of them just, the other um, one just taps his foot. Oil vein says to script, but I guess you're not as helpful when they get older. <laughs> Uh, uh, and Scrim is going to um, uh, <clears throat> he can send a message to the party but he, he actually said <clears throat> I can send I can send a message to uh, to one of the others but we may just want to head back and reconvene at the tavern at the alright and Scrimcorn and Oil Vane Return empty-handed for now. Uh, Justin, you have your on the way back. you have your thing out, but yeah. I haven't. Okay. Mock hasn't gotten any screen time yet. So That's is true. it that you want to? Is it something you want to interact with here, or you just what? What's the uh, it's uh, before here? he gets back to the tavern to can yeah you you get to inject that if I say it's back at the tavern you have something okay. important you can always inject it but let me uh okay. let me get some uh, let me get some mock here yep. since uh, he hasn't gotten any yet we we just I think I'm I'm totally 
happy to play kind of a little bit of backstage while they explore because Mock is is that's very fine. Much so yeah, the, the, these first essentially three days before the right. before you've decided to have the Snowbane's gift uh, return to not return but uh, head down to sort of more long term parking. Yeah, and what Mott wants to know is how much he can reasonably know, right? Like Essen had no idea, and they're they're attacking. Essen, oh, yeah, Essen's working with Mott. Yeah, they're they're yeah. Team, like like Essen is Tesla, and Mock is Edison. Edison was an engineer. He didn't ever trouble himself with like fundamental principles of science. He was just like, let's plug something in here and see what happens. And he was extremely methodical in that. He was very methodical and structured, but wasn't looking for understanding of natural laws. And Mock is more of an engineer. Kind of, he's, he's someone who's going to be testing and probing and pressing to understand in that from that way mostly. And then Essen is like the person, like the PhD, right? The one person who understands like the fundamentals of the science. And the, right. And so they're trying to kind of like come together and just probe. And like, is this something that we can make some quick progress on? Is it going to be slow? And they're just, and you know, I, I, I would say from an RP standpoint, right? Like breaking out, uh, you know, Mock would make a few mundane items on the forge, see if it just functions a normal anvil. Um, on the more extreme ends of things, they would like maybe like harness the power of Mach would press Essen to harness the power of the Snowbane's gift and try to inject some energy into into the anvil and see if we get an reaction there. So these are kind of all sorts of kind of different options and, and things in the realm. It's a of bit of a happened. flashback, but I'd love to actually see it probably would have occurred relatively recently after the ritual that, you know, Drustin would have attempted to use his identifying magic on it. And that well, would have I happened. Do, I, I do want to get to that, uh, but let's just stick with this part from now. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing so, montage talk here. So yeah, montage talk. Uh, uh, yeah, you know, various various sort of experiments. And Essen is Essen is as into this as Mach is. Like, Essen Perfect. is excited about this. Yeah. And, um, and you start throwing things at it, seeing what happens. And yeah, this is also during the travel. But a lot now that you're like stationary, you yeah, can yeah. focus, you got sort of all day. You risk and, your and now you've also got like a, a time pressure, right? Uh, yeah. you're, it's kind of going to be inaccessible for a bit. And who knows, if you can like go through the portal, it could be inaccessible for... Right, it's going to make Mox start to like make a choice between his individual priorities and then the larger right. group goals of the group so that, and the safety of the group. That, you know, perhaps Mock is... Perhaps intentionally not had to like fully process that uh, looming decision, yeah. but knowing that it's even looming is like there's a like it's a tailwind. I gotta yeah. figure out. Yeah, yeah, it's a tailwind. So um, there's a lot to sort of be uh, there's a, there's a lot to a lot to figure out here. But what what they start teasing out is that this anvil seems to be uh, magnetic to arcane energy. It wants to. Uh, it, it, it's got this. It has the the, the the magic of the flame tongue in it, hmm. and it is. Uh, but it's not just that. That's what Essen uh, sort of helps figure out immediately. Is that while Mock sort of sees it as like it's flame tongue's energy, because in his mind, like that's what the ritual did. But Essen explains that like the ley lines that were present, like what Essen witnessed during the thing, that far more than flame tongue went in it. In fact, Essen expresses a wild theory at one point where he says it's possible that none of the energy of flame tongue is in it at all and flame tongue functioned as a as a sort of channel for natural energies to get in and that this sort of manifestation is either coincidental or perhaps perhaps a sort of because of what it passed sure. through. Well, and he, he's not even sure. He's like throwing out ideas. It's like the paint on a car, right? Like it, it's orange. It looks orange because there's the very thinnest layer on the top is orange. So very much colors, but like 
you go a hair deep and nothing is orange in the car, right? Yeah. So, uh, so you got this. It is that it, it, it wants to uh, uh, it, it wants to absorb energy, and what and what Mock starts to figure out that he he believes could be possible with this, and what he sees things reacting as he just starts playing with some of his uh, uh, perhaps less valuable uh, magic items. Like, he's yeah. still sitting on a plus one arrow? Uh, no, we're, we're, we're fresh out of those. I think, I think what, we have, what we have available is probably, like, the globe. We have, we have the globe. We have the... Uh, what's up? The yeah, the globe, the jug. Yeah. I mean, he's got his... Okay. He, he, for, he, would, he would not hesitate to use head shaver in a risky experiment. Right. So what he's seeing is that it seems to be as he as he begins to work this, he's feeling a bit of what he felt at Durgeddon's Forge, mm. the the transfer of energy. It wants to happen. It wants to help it happen. It's like a well. Uh, Mach knows, you know, that engineering approach. He knows that it's it's it'd be risky to just sort of just sort of slam something in here. It's much more likely to just destroy Head Shaver than anything right. else. So like, but as he's dialing it up slowly, as he's dialing it up, he's figuring out that there's a there's a property here. There's a property here to. Uh, 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 to absorb the magical energies and with luck, perhaps. Uh, uh, question mark about what 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 happens with why what this is for? Who knows? Yeah, what what happens what, what's next? Happening? How you can then yeah. take that energy and, and and use it usefully? You know, he has an anvil of magical item destruction under yeah. Death's Forge. <laughs> what he's also like, finding though is that the the anvil itself. Seems to have taken on some of the common properties of what a lot of enchanted things do, which is it is remarkably smooth. I mean, uh, I assume an anvil is like, supposed to be smooth. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, the no, surface of the like, anvil should the, be smooth. The lines exactly. become more exact. Like we talked about the the yeah. chamber of Morden and the hammer of Souls itself. The lines are perfect, mm-hmm. right? Like down, you can you can if you had an infinite zoom, it would be infinitely like, yeah. like smooth. And, and he's smooth. seeing that, like not sure if it's you know. He probably just assumes that it can't be as good as well, Morden's own chamber. He but he made this. He yeah. made this in. He knew. Uh, in so he was very so, familiar. And he with knows it. how much energy. He, he kind of whipped this thing up like yeah. a little bit, and so he created it with an engineering design that he knew from Dorgan's Ford. But it's not like he spent months on the execution of that. It was a little bit of a rough makeup, and this is kind it of had like, rough edges. The parts yeah. that weren't as uh, critical for function, they yeah. were a little sloppier. You That's know, right. By, exactly by right. The, the metal process. wasn't the best metal. It's like yeah. highest quality what, material. What's different I mean, here he is cast that, it, right? It's like he found some scrap metal and That's right. get it, mod it melted down, made a mold, and... Uh, Poured it in the in the in the thing. Yeah, Balance's workshop was an amazing place to do something like this with a short amount of time. Yeah, he had the resources and the and the he had the resources, all the tools and all the energy to like do something like this quickly. But it was a quick job. Yeah. And so right. Yeah, this is kind of so, taking it to the next level. So what he's seeing is uh, uh, what he's seeing is this proclivity to do this. And at Mock's suggestion that Essen, what what if we what if we could take. What if we could use redirect. some of the the tempest and redirect that energy? Could there be any potential there? Essen is like all like eyes wide and like thinking, and he starts talking about the wisps, and he starts talking about how he was inspecting Balanos's gear, and he says, you know, maybe I could make, uh, perhaps I could make a uh, an approximation of what Balanos did. I would need to find some wisps and such. He says, the forests around here, he says, hmm, I think I will stay with the balloon after all. He says, I will go down with, uh, with Grumbar. He says, he says, mark my words, by the time you return, a strand of wisp, uh, uh, of wisp thread. He says, I think I could do it. Looks like excellent, Essendon. I will find other, I will acquire some more baubles that we can use, uh, 
on the sacrificial altar, as it were. Things that may not be as volatile or, or, or high-powered. High ah, if Head Shaver were to break, it would be... Mm, I've grown fond of it more so than otherwise. But it would, not, it would not be a catastrophic loss. But I fear that the energy in it may be great enough to do some real damage. A smaller bobble might be uh, might be less, less risky and, and equally educational. Just now, if you want me to uh, truly engage in this to the... Uh, uh, and, 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 and use what we have to the best, he says... I think it will cost some coin to find the materials I need, as well as uh, if I am truly to hunt and capture some wisps. That will require some. Uh, that will require some mercenaries. He says. He says I could not attempt such a dangerous feat myself. Too much to lose. Too much to lose. That being my life. Of course, of course. <laughs> and he he, he strokes his, his beard and he says, uh, "The business must always fund the research. It's, it's natural natural partnership." If some of this has taken place before we left the balloon, Baron is happy to offer up a a spell scroll. That is at all remotely useful. Uh, hmm. you, you, let's say you let's say you did, and that that's one of the things that maybe is, is involved. He says I could either use this or pawn it for cash. <laughs> sure. Uh, so he leaves that. that so was the, that's what you say, right? Yeah. And he says, "Let me know." Uh, he says, "Like uh, he says, I'll, I'll leave I'll leave money with you for the for the mercenaries, and it may mean that our best way forward is to invest in better financials." Back to the back to the gem crafting. <laughs> he's immediately with his jeweler's eyes back on. Yeah, he's like, so he's, he's like, fine. He's like, and he's like, this is a be a wonderful place to to uh, see if we can find some high end buyers for some of our our uh, pricier crafts uh, that we've we've knocked out in these these past weeks. Uh, perhaps uh, time to head into town and see what these what the fellows are up to. So I am giving him my. Spell scroll of command level two. Oh, that's a pretty good one. Because you were looking forward to using that. I, I've had it <laughs> for a long time, and I have not found a decent time to use it. Can so. you keep track of such resources uh, that you're sort of given to Essen for this as a sort of as a your yep. your realm thing? So go ahead and write that down in your. I got one. I'll lose it in my. No, I got it. Yeah. Tangle. Got spell scroll of command level two. Good call. Excellent. Good idea. Drewston on so, his way back to meeting the yeah. group. Uh, they're you said they're they're getting riding like a, a rickshaw or something. Car, that's horse horse pulled. Horse pulled. Yeah, and horse he tells shaw. the driver. Uh, that's what they're called. Uh, a stop. And he says, "Oh, cousin Bear, if we show up to the customs office, they'll send us here. They'll send us there. We'll sign this paperwork. Sign that paperwork. We'll net and get through." Uh, my father was a bookkeeper. He knew the history of Gontelgrim. A very recent history was in the first generation of children born there. But it being so recent, it was uh, very important to keep track of all the the precedents of law and the exceptions. Children for the lawyer, then, is what you're saying. Uh, I'll get this sense that Skyclave is the same. They must have a library of law. And in that law, we may find exceptions to the rules that have been set. And if we find those exceptions, we can use it to cut through all this paperwork. Like, uh, shot a spike through a locked door. Oh, bring some coin with you. If it's at all like, uh, Silvery Moon was, I'm sure the libraries will have an entry fee. Aye. Uh, and he tells the driver, Oi, driver! Uh... 
Where is a, a library of law that we could find? My driver not a stig. Oi! He doesn't. Well, the stig has been riding stig with us and informing <laughs> Baron of <laughs> all the various that. rules, and Baron has just been chatting yeah. with this Oi, guy. Stig, where's the nearest library of law that we can find? Um. That would be. Hang on, scrying for right there. For the pen. Stig is a friend. <laughs> yes. Well, that'd be the glass courtyard. Best bet. I, uh, driver, bring us there if you will. He says, uh, just a warning though, I, I don't think you'll get much, uh, he says, from the sound of uh, what you're looking for, probably not going to be able to get much of what you want without a token. Oh, oh a token? Tell me more. I says, oh, a token, it's, uh, uh, it's the most important currency for outsiders in, uh, in Skyclave. Um, how do we get these tokens? By service to Skyclave, of course. Well, what kind of service? Did they not explain it to you when you landed? No. These are the basics. Did you just skip past the first thing that came to welcome you and just went straight to a tavern? I. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Uh, <laughs> you're an adventuring party, aren't you? I. That's what our intern keeps telling us. Rory is now an intern. She is. She really is. Big time. He says, "Well, many of the uh, many of these uh, uh, the these services that are uh, that are run by the government, which is most of them in Skyclave." He says they require a token uh, as uh, they require a token in order to uh, in order to pay for to use of their services and tokens are gained by uh, by dedicating time and labor to Skyclave. Mm-hmm. He says you could come to Stig home and you could uh, uh, and you could help teach the Stigs. He says always need more teachers. You seem like somebody that knows a lot of things despite all your questions. Well, uh, that may be true. He says I'm just judging by the and he like. Pokes some of the belt, the the books in your uh, oh, in yeah. your backpack. And he just like hands him one. He says, "Take a look." He says, room. "I'm just judging by the books. All the teachers have books." Uh, but how many tokens would it take to access such a library? He says, "Oh," and he looks, <laughs> he like, uh, I don't remember. Then take us to the library, and we'll find out. Okay. Ah. Uh- he, he had been chatting with the Stig previous to this. This is yep. why I threw this out there. Um, what were the nasty laws, things that we definitely shouldn't do? Um, there wasn't anything really surprising. Like uh, don't except cast spells or brandish weapons or anything. Not rape. Uh, what the what what the the rape is right the out. focus of what the Stig explained when he started going through a bunch of. Like, he starts with, like, obvious things. Like, well, you can't steal from people, and you can't pickpocket or steal from a shop. Those are both stealing. Uh, uh, says, oh, definitely killing people. That's really no good. Or, or even stabbing somebody if they don't die. That's also bad. But carrying weapons seems... What if someone has issue. something that I want, and I just want to take it from them, but they don't want to give it to me, so I have to hurt them first? He says, oh, no, that's really not good. That's not good. That's bad. That's a bad thing. Give it to me. And uh, he, he explains these things. So, you know, he starts going through just sort of obvious, like, common laws of any place. Um, but what he, uh, uh, what he also starts focusing on is uh, uh, what he puts up there as he's explaining, like, don't kill people, don't steal, like, these obvious things. And he's like, and obviously don't offer coin to any government government." Uh, 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 employees like uh, that, that's like as bad as murder uh, he, just he explains this in passing like it's just a regular obvious thing as in a, a bribe or as in paying them for services like I pay a shopkeep for a, a meat bun 
He scrunches up his face at this and says, and says, oh, right, they said in class, and he, like, starts thinking and closes his eyes real tight. Uh, uh, Yes, Uh, government services are free, of course. He says, so you would never pay any government uh, official for any services. And how do I know that I'm dealing with a government service as opposed to a private service? Uh, he says, the government services will all have uh, uh, the emblem of Skyclave uh, emblazoned on both the buildings and the attire. And me as an outsider, as I'm understanding from my cousin here and your brief interaction with him, uh, I am not eligible for government services except with a token? He says, yep, the tokens. I understand. So in order to access government services, I must present a token, being as that I am not a member of the city of Well, most government services, uh, the stigs are paid for by the government, of course. He says, says, but we provide uh, guide services for free to all visitors and citizens. Also, just brief aside, notice the the signs and posters and we all do our part and my brothers are no burden. Is this a... Uh, did an event occur? Is there a program that's been initiated? It just seems like these are all, I don't know, all towards a particular aim. Is something about? It's all about the glory of Skyclave. And as this is my first time to Skyclave, I'm ignorant of what that means. Oh, he like scrunches up his face again. In what way Uh, is Skyclave glorious? Conquest? He says... The Skyclave is is wonderful. There is no crime here, and there is uh, and that everyone takes care of everyone else. Mm. He says he says nobody goes hungry or wants for work or uh, and he says and 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 there's no crime and 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 uh, he's like trying to grasp at ideas and he says I just uh, tell me all the bad things about where you come from. It will help me remember. Uh, if you don't work, you don't eat. He says, oh, oh, definitely not. Oh, well, okay. He says, everybody eats. I mean, okay, fine. How far does the services extend beyond the city? I mean, uh, from the brief map I had seen as I was approaching the area, the kingdom of High Amaskar spreads some ways. Is this just for the city of Skyclave itself? Or is it uh, regional towns beyond? That sounds or do you like not get out to the city much yourself? That sounds like a senior sting question. I'm sorry. Not a problem. I, I understand, you know, you're but a wee lad and there's only so many things you can squeeze in that noggin of yours. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Hey, no. You I, can get, I, can, I can go fetch I you a senior know. sting if you need. It's not a pressing question. More They're older. They've had more classes. Ha! That makes sense. They've had more time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's really trying to do a good job. He's trying so hard. Um, and also, in purposes of conversation, uh, the note that there is a Temple of a Mascar comes up and bears Temple of a Morden, maybe? Is Morden, it? yes. Temple of a Morden in a Mascar. This is all a, a Temple mascar. of a Mascar. Yes. <laughs> we are in the, uh, the Baron is interested, and so when Drustin yeah. says, take me to the Library of Law, Baron says, I think I might leave you on your own and head to the Temple of Morden and see what that's about. Alright. Drustin learns uh, uh, in the library um, uh, the, the biggest library the Library of Congress. Congress. The uh, 
Let's see. It's Library in, of Lords. It's in the glass courtyard. Oh, that's too classist. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's not that. It's not that. It's mm. uh. uh classes here. The glass library. It's very uninspired because it's in the glass courtyard. So it's the glass library, and sure enough, it is all uh, uh, it, it, it is all like constructed of glass all around the outside with uh, metal frames, metal worked yeah. frames. Yeah, we'll say that like metal a symbol frames. of knowledge is for all. It is a it's you a remarkable knowledge behind stone walls. It's a remarkable yeah. piece of architecture, uh, um, uh, and and definitely a show Ooh. of uh, a, a show of, of sort of a. Strange show of opulence because to maintain glass of yeah. that size and to manufacture such a thing with the tooling available in this sort of world is it's expensive, and uh, and so yeah the glass uh, the glass library and uh, yeah sure enough to uh, there are there are uh, public visitor sections you get a little flashbacks to uh, Silvery Moon here, um, but to access the uh, but to access the lore of a mascar and the uh, and the Exclusive books, the ones uh, that have been uh, curated or written by the Amaskari people themselves, that uh, that requires um, that requires uh, citizen access, which uh, for non-citizens means that you must uh, uh, turn in a token per day of access. Okay. And based on this conversation with Stig, is would a token be earned? A, to- a token is about one day of a one working day of work uh, for a mascot. So then he's or, for definitely willing to do. That. And it's like based so, on hours, not production. Yeah, yeah. Back with, uh, I assume at some point we're back in the tavern together, and he in- would inform the group that he's willing to. Yeah, everyone's do got that. together either this day or perhaps even the next day as uh, uh, as each of you uh, sort of brings back what you've got, or maybe you're even at the Snowbane's gift yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah, and he says, um, uh, Baron has visited Temple of Morden, and it's a. Uh, Baron in his. Uh, he offers his services. Modest. Uh, uh, oh, I yeah. am Baron Baldrick, cleric of Morden, traveled from. Very afar, the Sword Coast, and I uh, visiting your fair country. And I thought I'd make my contribution to our. To. I. This is uh. <laughs> he says, What's uh. I'm a dwarf and I speak like this and uh. Ooh, I have a question though. I have a question. Like, I feel like this is the first time that Baron has like rolled up to a Temple of Morden that doesn't know him right. as a badass. Yeah, and like, true. I feel like with clerics at a certain way, you look at them and you're like, this person is powerful and full of the <coughs> spirit of Morden. Yeah. Like, are we there? Yeah. Is that what's going on here? Yeah, yeah, whiskey yeah, in his hand. Oh, I'm just curious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, 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 let's let's explore. I, I talked to Morden. <laughs> you guys want to talk to him? Yeah, yeah. I can tell you about his beard. He says, come in, come in, brother. He says, I can see the faith of Morden within you. He says... He says, "You are here to uh, offer your services uh, for for how long? Can you uh, can you be here?" Uh, we're docked in for a few days. Uh, we're trying to get information about the objective we have in the area, but uh, I figure you probably know the city, and we can chat while we work. He says, "That I do, and that we can." He says, "Always welcome to have another uh, uh, another brother of the faith uh, uh, come about these parts." He says. He says, we're certainly one of the less, uh, uh, less traveled 
temples here in the refuge? No, uh, I've been about a little bit and I haven't seen that many dwarves. He says, not so many, not so many, but did you say where you were from? Uh, I said the Sword Coast. He says, and from the Sword Coast, no less. He says, you must tell me about your home. Tell me everything. And he, like, gestures you in. Are you wearing, like, sort of a cleric regalia? He's wearing his going around town clothes. So he's got, like, he's got, like, his, his he, he is presenting himself, obviously, as a cleric of mourning. He's got, robes, like, your, yeah, your robes. He's got his raiment. and uh, He's not wearing his red dragon scale armor. On the outside. I don't think so in town, just because that seems a little bit rude. But does he have the shield? Nah, probably doesn't have the shield. That's his holy symbol. Or does he have another holy symbol? He has, you know, basically, yeah. But he's got like a small, like, little... Of course, he would. He must. It will, yeah. It's probably yeah, a, little, a little book. Yeah. Um, small shield. A punch. Yes. <laughs> little buckler. It's like a dinner plate. <laughs> Going around town buckler. Mm-hmm. Um, but it starts with a sweet belt buckle. <laughs> okay. Amazing. Uh, yeah, he gestures uh, you in and uh, immediately uh, get to work and um, and uh, return to Snowbane's gift at the end of the day after a days of honest hard work in the uh, in the temple and a token in hand. Oh. Uh, Baron returns later as his uh, work day started later. He actually got handed off to another um, uh, priest who clocked out for the day and. Uh, spent the day doing what does a cleric of Morden do in, the, in a temple of Morden that is fairly low traveled uh, I mean part of it is various ceremonies that occur it kind of depends on the calendar I mean so it depends on what time of year we are, whether whether those are going to be going on you know holding the very high holy ceremonies that occur right now it's basically like a that. low ceremony low travel time it's like it's like it's, it's completely off season I mean maintenance on the temple uh Blessings and you know magical services for people who are in aid. Um, uh, yeah, most mostly. Yeah, I mean, temples are spellcasting services. Temples are the hospitals. Yeah. of this world. Yeah, yeah. He um, Baron learns a bit as he does this. He learns that uh, a bit unusual from other and he's temples, trained in medicine too. The healing yeah. services, yeah. So. healing services for those in need that come to the temple uh, uh, are done without any uh, without any expectation of um, donation to the temple and are done uh, actually it is expressly forbidden to take uh, donation for uh, in return for services of healing or for uh, or even for general wellness blessings for things outside of uh, for things outside of those general sort of important uh, everyday services then yes, the temples are as uh, your, as this priest, the cleric, cleric, um, as this is priest specific to Christianity. I don't know. Uh, anyway, as this cleric, um, as this uh, uh, as this cleric uh, tells you that the acolyte is the background. The Baron temples, was one of those for a long time. Right. Uh, the temples are uniquely allowed to take um, to take. Donations, uh, despite being a government service in Skyclave, mm. uh, a government-funded service in Skyclave, uh, uh, as an honor to the uh, as a as an honor to the tradition of uh, temples throughout Faerun, gotcha. which are uh, oftentimes driven by 
the generosity of uh, of worshippers. So sort of government government subsidies, I imagine, like you know, to help keep them afloat a little yeah, bit. Yeah, like of basically all the donations. all the healing services and such is uh, is paid for by Skyclave, although they do check citizenship. Um, uh, before offering it, and uh, without citizenship, uh, you, you, they do collect tokens. Hmm. Uh, so I mean, Baron is—he's uh, a fair amount. He once it becomes um, obvious he that he he knows, leg. you know, how to you know tell a cough from you know the Black Death. Uh, that he's he's you know reasonably busy with various people coming I mean, in. Who, elderly, there's long term patients. Yeah. I'm sure, like people who just need. Yeah, even during an off season. Yeah. So yeah, at first it's like it's like maintenance is doing these things. He's an he's like a hundred and almost two hundred years old. So he's Ooh. seen a lot of various ailments over his years. I Would mean, Baron when the in, basic stuff you've seen them all in this yeah, situation? Does Baron present himself? Does he immediately advertise to his fellow clerics? the degree of the power that he wields. Or does he like get to work like sweeping the bathrooms at first until it sort of like gets teased out that like, oh, you should be on the like, in the fucking triage room. Um, because he's you can, like, straightforward. Initially he says, here's what I can do. Oh, okay, then that, that makes sense. So this is what I can do and uh, what do you need? Then at first basically like, he works alongside uh, 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 a fellow cleric, and yeah, as as you said, like these sort of like long term patients, especially elderly, uh, come in. There's some older dwarves that do uh, come in, but there are uh, people of other um, uh, races as well. You get some humans, uh, human worshippers of Moradin come on in, mm-hmm. and uh, at first it's sort of like a this other cleric is taking the lead, but as Baron sort of demonstrates his like deafness with his uh, with his power and with his faith. Uh, the other cleric basically just goes hands off. Like Baron gets pretty uh, autonomous. Does he um, ever get to the point where he's just watching Baron? Like quickly. Uh, yeah. After, actually, after after several of these, the cleric like stands back and is just watching, and then like asks questions about what you did and such. Yeah. I mean, and while this is going on, Baron is also asking questions about like the area. He doesn't know a lot about this part of Faerun at all, and like what are the various dwarven holds? What are the clans? Who are the notable? families uh what's this guy's family like you know does he have relations in the area like and baron learns a lot of talks, answers to those talks questions. a lot about uh <laughs> morph ale hearts and you know how he met them and i guess they're from the southern clans in this True. area and uh that name rings out to the cleric yeah, he, he's he's, he's heard of uh the ale hearts um uh for skyclave uh, gets their ale all the way up here. Uh, oh. There's a particular tavern up in Tavern Row that um, that carries it. Check that out. Uh, he says uh, popular with the local dwarves. Uh, they actually import a lot of um, uh, dwarven ales from various ways. And the guy Baron asks, definitely takes Did your note. traveling group uh, happen to bring any ale from back home? Because uh, if you're looking to make some coin, he says. He says definitely uh, a tavern could pay a pretty pretty penny for uh, for some ale imported from all the way back at the Sword Coast. Uh, Baron laments that unfortunately he runs with a rather thirsty crew. <laughs> any Baron, any beer that came from home probably didn't make the journey. We, we could sell one jug says, per day if we, if we show extreme discipline. If I had know. a silver for every dwarf I've met who's told me that story, I'd be a rich dwarf. And uh, uh, yeah, so Baron tasting our own product, as it were. <laughs> <laughs> I brought ale. I drank it on the way. So oh, thirsty. No. So thirsty. Yeah, <laughs> Baron definitely day. wants to take Baron's token with permission and go to that library. You guys are back at the Snowbane's yeah. gift. Um, Crown. 
I'll use your token if I find uh, 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 an exception in their laws uh, to speed us through. And he's explained all the, the bureaucratic steps that prevent them and the fact that no one passes through that portal. Uh, if I can find a, an exception in the law, it could get us through faster. I mean, if you think you have a means of getting through, that seems wise to me. Uh, I think I probably will spend tomorrow doing much of the same, seeing as we're going to need more of these tokens and I can get another one. Uh, maybe see pursuing the oil vein thing, if that has any merit. Or perhaps mock. I don't know if it's the right approach, but maybe we try and go in with a lot of flash and dazzle and, you know try and bypass some of the normal channels, say, we are the facets of fate, end of the world adventurers, or What's something like that. For? I, I get the sense that Flash does not have much of an effect here. It seems like a very large pond, and even if we were Flashy adventurers, we'd have to be this making a, a pretty a big sesh. splash. So people, me, this is the end of the day, or whatever, me that people yeah. are smoking, like, yeah. Mark's kind of taking a knee, and he's just like, he's like... <clears throat> It seems rather odd what you're telling me about no crime. Like, of course, every politician worth his salt has been has campaigned on that at one time or another. But in terms of making it happen, you got more than three dwarves in a room. Someone will be breaking the, the rules out in no time at all. Normally, I agree, but we went to the place that should have been a ruckus ruffian group. So, is it the if the crime is committed? They'll, uh, they deal swift justice. I definitely have been in my share of military-run cities, but... Or is it that no one commits a crime, because... Uh, it seems to me that life here is so good for the locals that crime is... Nah, uh... I think they keep it well below the surface anywhere. You'd have to look, like, find the sewers. Where Where does all the shit flow through? I mean, there's going to be things beyond the veneer. You're going to have to get, like, in the access tunnels or pipes or things like that. It's the nature of of men and women to serve themselves over over others at times, and I know that well myself. Especially dealing with various human communities and whatnot. Who is the the sword that enforces all of these laws for any... Any sort of rule with, with no no bites to it will be disregarded the day it's made. We are definitely being watched. That is something I will find out. And Drusen takes the token back to the library. In the dead of night? Yeah, the next day. The next day he will, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, and, and is, that, is that it? You got your thing? Yep. Oh. Uh, uh, I, and and that, that will yield the most important information. If more of these tokens is what we need to get a deep mascar to get to Snowbane, I can I can offer my services. I'm sure there's some kind of groundskeeper that could use some help with pruning or something amongst all these plants. They seem like they're surviving at best, but not thriving. They're show plants. They're show plants. <laughs> I've got plant growth. House plants. I can I can make like a hundred square feet just sprout just hundreds <laughs> of feet up. Amazing. So we have to get jobs. Is that the case? 
Well, not all of us. Some of us need to be actually putting the coin to use. I want to see what I find out. Mock says, well, this is what, the second day? First day is the first day, right? That was... Like Maybe in a few oh, days. Day, I don't day, know. So day, yeah, Mark says, well, well, once the once the gift departs, Hanson and I are, have cre- have crafted a plan. The the uh, <clears throat> the forges, the anvil, is a very interesting device. And we've we've uh, only begun to to understand some of what it's doing. Uh, perhaps uh, after some time, Hanson will be able to hmm, enact one of our riskier ideas, but. If uh, if he has to head down to the uh, ground floor to save us some coin and work on that, I suppose it'll be a time for me to turn my attention to the the gem crafting of this area. Uh, I might learn a thing or two about local styles and techniques, and if there's enough wealth, potential buyers, um, and if it's going to be a, a a labor exchange for any sort of local currency, I might as well play my hand there. See if I can negotiate a token or two beyond what the given going rate is. Alright. Of course, Monk's like, I could work it for a day's labor and get a token. I could sell a few things and negotiate and get a lot of tokens, though. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I will do three times as much as I did today if you give me two tokens. (laughs) To abuse a company, Mr. Say. Don't you want more out of my time? Why would I do more? That's not how this economy works! <laughs> Get those uh, minty chaps all hot and bothered. And Scrim's happy to work and funnel coins to Justin. Yep. It's easy enough for Justin to get access to the uh, for Justin to get access to the library with a token, with a smile. Uh, they let him right in. And says, "Enjoy your day." So what he's interested in the glass library in finding, and uh, he's used to doing some quick research. Um, as he's traveling. Yeah, but is this passive investigation really that good? Twenty-one. <laughs> uh, he right here with like a flashy lines yeah. around it. <laughs> he wants to find. So you're arguing to the Supreme Court. You say, "Yeah, I know the law has worked this way for the last hundred years, but 101 years ago yeah. there was an exception, and because of that one exception." We should be able to do this. Let's talk. About, and what he wants to find is that exception, something that he can cite uh, to get access through the portal to Deep and Mascar. That's what he's looking for. Or if that's totally impossible, um, steps they can take to get. You might even form. be interested in like just what is the actual agreement in place? Currently? Yeah, yeah, what, that's part what of it. What did the cities agree upon? How what long he has wants, it been in existence? Yeah, what he wants is when they if they go to the customs, he can say, I want to go through the portal. They say, Well, you can't. He says, Well, based on the decision and this v this, uh, you know, after this many things, uh, someone who comes and has this many tokens can get access to the portal. I'll be like, Well, check it out, okay. Or he's like, oh yeah, form, you know, 36XC. Yeah. yeah, and they're like, the bottom of the... He's looking stack. for, he's looking for, he wants to use the bureaucracy. He wants to use, he's realizing, it's like talking with his father about politics and Gontilgrin. It's yeah. like, his father will be like, well, you know, I agree that maybe not all goblins are bad, but we need some kind of law saying which goblins right. take this. He's like, there are laws. So Jerusalem's looking into that. Scrim corn, what work are you doing? Scrim wants to basically find, uh, is, is going to ask a stig and say, 
just <clears throat> I'd be explicit, like as he is, and he's like, "One work for the city. Uh, I can I can work in your in your greener areas. Just he's it's okay anywhere from janitor to groundskeeper." It's easy enough. Uh, 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 Scrim quickly finds his way to uh, uh, the uh, the Department of Agriculture, which uh, but agriculture that's like farming. Yeah, yeah. Department yeah. of Parks, Parks, Parks and Rec. Parks, Parks and, and Rec finds his way to Parks, Parks and, Rec. and Recreation, which is a sizable thing. Like he has to like sit through. Processing and like yeah. paperwork, and it sucks. It's, I can literally create parks. It it sucks, but but what Scrimcorn gets the idea of is that once he's been through this, it'll be easy enough for him to just return to work in future days if he wants to. Uh, but this first day, it's like half the day is sitting through, sitting, and waiting, and getting passed from this line to that line, and Scrim's signing. Scrim's never had a job before. Signing this paper and worst. signing that paper and like getting all set up. God. W what? I know, I know uh, exactly why I never did this. I'll never do it again. And uh, and then eventually he like he basically that the second half of that first day he gets on as like an apprentice, like uh like groundskeeper, uh, uh for a particular garden. It's gonna that happen. Is, it's gonna happen. Which itself is so many layers down that it's like a two hours travel down, and they work for like commute an hour, sucks. and then it's a two hours travel back. <laughs> I love how Scrimby's getting like wandering into these like crazy cities and just being like thrust into situations. Like he leaves like Silverman, like man, I'm never taking a bath again. That was a one off, and now he's like, God, I'm never having a job again. It was a one off. Like, every time he ends up in a city, forced to do something that he's like never wants to do again. Dude, a punch card. He's just like, oh god, <laughs> so good. I'll never do this again. Right. Uh, Oil Van, what did you say you were doing? Uh, or did you not decide yet? Uh, sex <laughs> worker. <laughs> hey, hey, government services, you don't have to pay. <laughs> it's, a, it's a common good. Everyone needs that healing. You better get more than one token. For that. <laughs> uh, no, he's a Oil Van... Uh, he's uh, he's in, uh, in an emasquerade type of place, so he uh, he uh, thinks to himself. He's wondering if there are any other places that have uh, what you might call it. Uh, he asks Stig about the the pamphlets, the papers, the immersive types of uh, of uh, documents that uh, like the one uh, that from you. from Baron's research. That is a deep emasquerade. Uh, that is a deep emasquerade. So you won't you um, wouldn't find anything like that here. System. Um, he says, uh, the Stig's not sure, but the Stig says, uh, oh, maybe you could find something in the library, uh, that describes what you're saying, but I'm sorry, I haven't learned much about that sort of thing. Mm, more books? Uh, no thanks. Uh, Is that more of a, like, a city guide? Mm. Is there any place, uh, uh, I can tell you about places, but, but the library, they would know, probably. Is there any work, like, maybe, uh, hunting rats or something like that we can do? Uh, uh hunting rats? Oh, uh, we can, <laughs> taking care of... Hunter. Taking care of uh, vermin or something like that is uh, busking uh, maybe. Or? Busking. <laughs> oh, he's not much of a <laughs> like a like a pest control. Is there a pest control place around here? Uh, he, uh, he says uh, there is, um, and he runs over to another stick and and they have like a quick conversation and he runs back and he says yeah p- pest control that's uh, on uh, he says he says I'll take it right there and he hops on a cart and like he whistles for a cart which comes on by and he hops on and he says get on board. <laughs> 
So uh, yeah, oil vein will pursue. Uh, I'm fitting to get that impossible. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just kind of running through alleys, like hunting uh, different various types of vermin throughout the city. Sure. Yeah. Do you find the yeah. tunnels, the sh- the shit sewers? You want, he's gonna try. Do you to, find like, the undermen? Yeah. Well, yeah. Wait, wait. Well, what what is what is what, you, what is your attempt here? What are you trying to do? Uh, he just uh, the only thing he can think of right now is earning some tokens. So he wants to put it just doing some work, but he's also keeping an eye out for like just uh, right. places that might lead to darker spots. Uh, great, and it's a good job to have. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it takes him in the streets uh, mm-hmm. as he uh, spends his first day as an apprentice mm-hmm. to uh, uh, a not an exterminator, but like a, it's animal control mm-hmm. is what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what they call it. It's not pest control. So it's an, animal control. Animal control. Snoot does make some appearances. You have an animal handling skill. And uh, animal control is say, yeah, it's our, it's our job to. Uh, Respond to any reports of unknown animals uh, wandering the streets. Uh, sometimes uh, the animals do get down to, uh, you know, their hanky-panky and uh, get some uh, unregistered uh, unregistered youths amongst the animal population. And it's our job to uh, collect them and appropriately dispose of them, uh, uh, which means to uh, kill them or cook them, depending on... What kind of animal it is, um, and uh, so that's what we do. And uh, well, we're just gonna spend our day just uh, sort of walking around and uh, seeing what we see until we uh, get a report from headquarters, and that's uh, that's what we do. And uh, even if there's no call, you still get a token, so it's uh, pretty good for you. All right, all right. I mean, sometimes we kill baby animals, but sometimes we do nothing. Is that what it sounds like? That's, yes, that's a, that's a good summary of the right. uh, different possibilities in our day. Sometimes we kill baby. We do kill adult animals too okay. sometimes. All right, all right. Um, and sometimes we capture. Uh, sometimes uh, well, they can be uh, redistributed as uh, pets mm-hmm. if they're... Uh, but sometimes we do nothing. They're pet worthy. Well, I mean, we always, you know, walk and... Listen to the people. We are a service. So sometimes I get I could get paid for doing nothing. Well, not it's, it's never nothing. It says we are a service for the citizens of Skyclave. All right, all right. He says we are what make this place great. He says they they all are our bosses. They all pay our paycheck. We don't get paychecks. That's a modern construct. <laughs> they all pay our. Wages? Wages. That's a medieval word. And, uh... Yes! So we serve them! All right, Kyle. We serve... Gerald and... Carol and... Has Oil Vane ever had a job? Uh, not like a real job. Like, uh... Like, not like an honest one. Like, yeah. has he ever worked an honest day in his life? He's had to hunt a little bit here and then. Like, he actually did hunt with, uh, scrimcorn, but... In, That's not know, the same thing. Yeah. You know, so he's had to hunt for like, not an honest day He's had to hunt for things to eat, but he has, and he's definitely stolen stuff before, but he's never actually. <laughs> that sounds like yeah. no. You are describing <laughs> all things that are not an honest day's of work. You're out of job. I've stolen stuff. I mean, and I've gone hunting. I've hunted a little bit. Like I mean, if you're talking about I broke a sweat and I made some money, I mean, uh, so like I can work hard. <laughs> that's what you're talking about. Have I worked hard, yeah. honestly? Uh, I don't know. Is that have you have you have you tried to haul a whole bunch of expensive jewelry out of someone's house without being sat heard? Yeah. That's fucking hard work. He has he has <laughs> not done any. The half brothers have been so low. I, I have this idea, and like 
I don't know if you guys know the show 30 Rock, but there is an awesome episode where Alec Baldwin is, like, fired and then rehired as, like, the male clerk. And in the span of one episode, he's promoted, like, ten yeah. times. <laughs> okay. And, and I... I would love a, 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 a strategy whereby we are so good at our jobs <laughs> that we gain notice and notoriety in order to improve our negotiating position as renowned city laborers. Well, let's see what happens. So, sounds like Juston Butterman sounds like oh well, one day's work, one shit. Juston, one shit, a whole day of research in the library. He's he's searching for he's searching for a tough um, a tough piece here, right? You know, you're you're trying you need you need to learn all the laws, not all the laws, but you need to like you need to yeah. like find the cracks. This is what Justin is research. good at, and this he's got he's got it like he's got like a couple of books, and obviously he's taking his own notes. He's like got it down to like this is the key here here like case law. I mean, he trained uh, for like forty five years to do this. Under his father, right. This so this is, is, this is How his former. Uh, it's uh, no. His mom wanted him to an archivist. His dad is the bookkeeper of Gondolgrim. Okay, the holder of the books, which has their history, the laws, all that sacred stuff, and you know, you know, paychecks. Yeah, yeah, accounting and accounting. And Drusen sees uh, that guy his name. Tagner. In the library. Just sitting at another table. Oh, I couldn't stay away. He's, uh, uh, and he's got a book but he's, like, reading. But every time Jerusalem, like, gets up and grabs another book, like, Tagner's, like, looking up. Kind of nods and goes back to his own book. He has a magazine and he lifts it up, but it says, Revenge Keeper of the Year, and then has Tagner's face on it. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, this is throughout the day. And Drusen, like, he's seeing stuff. He's seeing the yeah. pieces. Like, it's coming together. Like, there's... This is... This trade alliance has been around for... He's finding records that go back a thousand years. Yeah. Wow. Um, uh, uh, he's finding... He's learning little tidbits about Deepamaskar in this. Because the trade... You know, as he's, as he's trying to find things about the portal and about the, uh, about the alliance, he's finding that the trade alliance was the result of a great civil war in Deep Amaskar uh, uh, between uh, a group uh, called the Reclamationists and a group called the Isolationists. And <clears throat> and it was the Isolationists that won uh, the Civil War and uh, and gained power in Deep Amaskar, but they had seen the wisdom of... Uh, they had seen the benefits of outside trade ever since the Great Seal had been opened. Uh, and that despite wanting to return Deep Amaskar to its uh, Isolationist roots, not its ancient roots, but its roots for the last very long time, uh, they still wanted to gain the benefits of being able to talk to and, uh, and, and talk to and trade with the outside world, and so the trade alliance was formed with Hayamaskar. So he, he learns some of this, like these details are in there. It's basically Hayamaskar's sort of version uh, of these of these bits and he's seeing as the uh, uh, the trade alliance Hayamaskar controls um, Hayamaskar controls complete authority over what they uh, will allow Deepamaskar to export from Deepamaskar they do not allow arcane weapons 
to be exported from Deep Mascar. Um, there are, he's finding a whole bunch of regulations about what is allowed to move in and out, uh, or, or, you know, to and fro the, the, the portal and, and what they'll trade. And it has changed a bit over the years. He's seeing, he's seeing, uh, what do you call them? When you change a law in a big way. Amendments. Yes, the amendments. He's seeing amendments to previous uh, uh, to previous statutes and 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 trade uh, and and then different uh, embargoes that would be uh, created based on relationships oh, with other problem. empires nearby. Like, oh, Thay was allowed to deal in this particular way with the Mascar when sending representatives, but then all trade was uh, denied during a period of strife, and then you know all sorts of different sort of history of these, and that's what that's. That's what he knows. Yeah. This is what he's good at, right? It's when the it's when the laws is one way and then changes to another, then changes back to something else. That's where and then exceptions gaps, are exceptions are formed. He's got you know, he's he's got all this, and after a, a good single day's work, he's like he's zeroing in on it. Uh, all the while, Tagner just watching. Yeah, he's not that. Oh, I know, I know. He is. Tagner's just yeah. stares at Drewston, stares back at his <laughs> and uh, and he's a book reader. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. When Justin uh, leaves the library for the day, this lady mm-hmm. comes. Oh, it's Hector's wife. No, <laughs> you bitch. Comes, <laughs> comes flying oh. out of the air oh. as she is running above head height of all the people. Just. Running along the air at a really quick speed, faster than the the, the horse-drawn carts are, boop, 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 and then just lands down as Drewston sees a sort of plume of uh, uh, a plume of blue shoot out from her uh, from her boots like as she uh, lands on the ground. Costs one token, and she says, "Greeting, Drewston Green." Uh, greetings, Tristan Green. Oh, oh I bear who, a message. From who? And who is the message bearer? He says, I am the king's messenger. What? And he says, and he says, and I come with word from the king. The Bard King requests audience. Oh, <laughs> excuse me. And we'll continue next week. <laughs> Woo! Amazing. Uh, that'll be rough with uh, Kevin being gone for now. Well, it's audience. <laughs> Well, hey well, guys, well, uh, Justin funny. does not speak for the group when you are in a group. It's true. It's well, true. Well, another week. No rules. Tag, and tag, lots tag. Of <laughs> right, what's, what's his name? I tried tag to think nerd. of a rule, but tag I had nerd. one roll last week and I didn't use right. it. I, that's right. what I was thinking. I was thinking if we could if we could create some sort of system where we are distinguish ourselves in our jobs, there could be a roll a day on how well you do. You? Yeah, and I, and I would have I sort of would have gotten to something like that, but you always have to go like what's what. What's the what's benefit? The benefit? What's the, the failure? Yeah. Yeah. How many coins? Yeah, I mean, yeah, but the-